In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the December 9th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based message force multiplier of current events compiled from the world's elite newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Casper. And now, the news. The Labor Department reported that 533,000 people lost their jobs in November. That's a lot. Did you lose your job, Mike? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Hmm. uh, A further 621,000 people were forced into part-time employment. Those usually kind of get ignored, the ones that have just been downsized to lesser hours. Well, they're not working a full-time job, Uh like, say, 30 hours a week or something. They were were forced down into that, and 422,000 more simply dropped out of the labor force. They th- gave up. This is something that's not talked about a lot, but there are, some, there are millions of people who have just simply given up trying. And they're, they're not included in the unemployment uh, statistics in that, in that job loss part of it. The other part of this that is disturbing is, is that, uh, as we all know, the U.S. Co- uh, population continues to grow, and what labor economists will tell you is uh, that um, the United States uh, has to generate a certain amount of jobs every month in order just to maintain the status quo. And my understanding is that that is around 100,000 jobs per month. Mm-hmm. So in addition to the 533,000 that you mentioned, the U.S. economy failed to generate the status quo amount of jobs, which is it's over 100,000 a, a month. So we're falling further behind than even these statistics might indicate. Well, right. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. The difference, the difference in job I'm loss. I'm saying is that yeah, that they they only if, if they created five hundred thirty-three thousand jobs that these people could walk right into, right. that would be great. Yeah, I wonder if that's ever happened. That they had the exact amount of jobs uh-huh. that they lost. People just walk, you know, and everybody yeah. said, "Hey, I lost my job," it's but sort of, it didn't show up on these figures. It's sort of a musical chairs mm-hmm. of employment. Well, except there wouldn't be there'd always be the same amount of chairs. Yeah. So it's not really a musical chairs. It's more no, like that's why I said. just kind of a, a rearranging the, that's with the deck chairs on the ship of the Titanic, yeah, if yeah. you want to search for a cliche. There you go. And Representatives of the big three car companies, mm-hmm. that would be Ford, GM, and Chrysler, facing their lowest sales in decades, and in the case of Chrysler and General Motors, imminent collapse. Again, appeared before Congress, traveling by car and commercial flights this time rather than by private jet to ask for $34 billion in aid. Now, I know this is a big deal. Yeah, we talked about it last week. I just felt like, you know, the children were at it again when they paraded them up. And how did you get here this time? Oh, I thought it was I took a car. Yeah. You know, I would expect that the, the, the president of General Motors would get here in a private jet. I am not shocked by that. Are you shocked by that? No, I wasn't. If Brad Pitt landed at Orange County in a private jet, would you go, he should have pedaled his bike? Yeah. yeah no, if, but, if, but the congressmen have to put on this little you know, charade they have to make us feel that they've spanked General Motors. Right. I mean, if Brad Pitt were, we were doing an interview with Brad Pitt, and uh-huh. he showed up in a 1996 Hyundai XL. Yeah. I, I would say great. Yeah. I would say but great, I would, but, but I would, I would expect, expect him, him to. Yeah, yeah. I would expect him to roll up in a, in a, some sort of, uh, you know, 70 Fancy foot, pants yeah, car. Yeah, exactly. Limo. And, 
you know, this just, we talked about this last week, and I think we're basically in agreement here. The car company management has horribly mismanaged. They have uh, driven these these uh, companies into the ground by producing these gigantic gas-guzzling behemoths that no one wants anymore. Uh, they have ignored every uh, every sign along the way that would have told them to stop doing this. Bigger cars mean bigger, bigger profit. That was Henry Ford's philosophy, and it's carried over into today. So should we give these people money? Yes, we should. Maybe new management? We should give these companies money. I don't think the, the, the job loss is worth the lesson learned here uh, in, in terms of, uh, of whether or not we should support manufacturing or not in this country. So uh, they're horrible managers, and UAW needs to make concessions, et cetera, et cetera. But why weren't we talking about concessions with the guys from Wall Street in the same way we are with these people? Are you asking me? Yeah, I am. I mean, because I, all they do is is shuffle money? Yeah, yeah, paper chasing paper, so we don't ask them whether or not they flew in to the hearing. Well, because most members of Congress have investments in, in those sorts of things. They don't build cars in Congress. Right. They, and they don't know anyone who does. Yeah. So it's the difference. Zimbabwe yeah. with unemployment at 90%. Check that out. Wow. I think we have it bad at 8 or 7, wherever it sits right now. Yeah, it's around 7. 90%. Inflation at wow. 23 million percent. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, money doesn't. At, at that point, <coughs> money doesn't mean anything. Well, so. they said they were going to issue a new $200 million note. Oh, to kind of make up for the inflation. <laughs> so we'll be getting those over here pretty soon. Wow. I want yeah. one of those. Yeah. I'm serious. I'd love to have a $200 million note. Well, I'll see I, what I can yeah, do. Okay. Oh, my God. Police there clashed with marching doctors and nurses who were protesting the 10,000 now cases of cholera in the country. The Limpopo River, which is a main artery there, was declared infected. Oh, I am no doubt uh-huh. that, the, uh, oh, that that river is Crazy. One Crazy. of the people there said they're defecating everywhere. That, that's an, yeah. That's the other thing about this mm-hmm. disease is the, the water's contaminated, right? Yeah. And it gives you diarrhea. Uh huh. So what happens? Mm-hmm. It's oh my god, what a horrible situation. Self-described September 11th mastermind Khalid Sheikh Mohammed and four co-defendants offered in a Guantanamo Bay courtroom to plead guilty to charges that could lead to the death penalty. Got any comments? No, on that I, I don't. I don't know exactly. I mean, he's self-confessed yeah. mastermind behind nine eleven, and this goes. I think there's a little martyrdom attached to this. Well, that's fine, or a lot that's of martyrdom, fine. And, and I'm sure that I, I have no doubt that he's telling the truth about that involvement. But it goes to something that we should have done after nine eleven that we didn't do, which is we should have pursued these people as criminals. Yeah, they they perpetrated a criminal act, not an act of war against the United States. They were not state players. We should not have pursued it in the way we did. We could have got a, the cooperation of the entire world to prosecute these people as war criminal. I mean, as criminals, and instead of we spent, we will have spent $2 trillion in a mistake. Yeah. A mysterious night <laughs> nighttime phone call. Mysterious nighttime phone call. You ever get any of those, Mike? <laughs> no, unfortunately, I don't get those, huh. yeah. Hmm. Heavy breathing, anything nothing, like that? Nothing, not a, uh, nothing. Well, anyway, um, they got one of those over there in uh, India, Pakistan. You hear about that one? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. But this is the uh, has to do with Mumbai. 
A threatening call was made ostensibly by India's foreign minister to Pakistan's president. Oh he got it on the line. Uh, it, it, apparently, it got things a little bit heated over there. They were on the brink of war and then realized it was a prank call. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was me. <laughs> yeah, it was me. You, you yeah. rapscallion, you. Yeah, what I said, you, yeah. What were you thinking? I said, is your refrigerator <laughs> running? Yeah, it was one of those. It was one of those. And he got all, he got all upset about it. Oh my God. We were on the brink of war there. Those are, these are two <laughs> nuclear powers all over a refrigerator. Oh, gosh. Afghanistan defied the Bush administration and signed a new international ban on cluster bombs. Except... But, Afghanistan defied the Bush administration oh, and, uh, yeah, okay. and signed a new international ban on cluster bombs. And who didn't sign it? That's where the I last minute decision came as more than 90 other governments also ratified the treaty in Oslo. There's 90 other governments ratifying the treaty. Gotcha. And I'm, I'm going to get to it. The U.S. led a group of large nations yeah. refusing to adopt the ban. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that nice? Cluster bombs. Cluster bombs, which. Uh, mostly kill civilians and mostly kill children. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically the way it goes. Why do the large country want to kill children? Is there something behind that I'm missing? Or they're the manufacturers of cluster bombs. Oh, that's you know, We it. talked about this. It would be a great children's uh, candy, cluster bombs. Cluster bombs, yeah. You you mentioned that. I wonder, <laughs> I'm, just, just, I'm distancing myself from the proposal. Well, come on now. The, the modest proposal. You don't understand <laughs> the invisible hand of the marketplace, Mike. Yes, this is NATO agreed to a conditional and graduated re-engagement with Russia. Okay. That's, 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 that's news. That is good People news. People should know about Especially that. Especially in light of the whole situation with Georgia yeah. and all of that. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's positive. I'm giving you some positive stuff here, Mike. That's good stuff. President-elect yeah. Barack Obama quietly shelved a proposal to slap oil and natural gas companies with a new windfall profit tax. And so he's not going to tax them anymore. Right, he's you. backing off on that. He used to have it up on his website. He doesn't have it up on his website anymore. And one of his spokesmen said, yeah, we did that. Apparently, though, and there is a reason behind this, you'd like to see him tax them, but the, the price of oil has dropped so much now. Yeah, it's now down to $47 a barrel. Yeah, it's, it's an economic matter. They are predicting in the near future uh, $1 gasoline at the pump. No. A gallon, yeah. Are you serious? I'm it's serious. A, it's down yeah. to a dollar. No, they're just predicting. You know how yeah, that goes. Yeah, yeah. You speculate all the I time, speculate. too. What is it Right now, now I, th- I, I, I think if it... I was left to your speculation, you would have said it would have been, uh, what, well, uh, well, I was, $6 a I gallon. Was, well, we're, we're, well, we're know. all going to hell. Well, listen. listen it in will my be defa- there. In, it will be there. In my defense, we are, we are a couple of uh, naval blockades and mm. a, and a, a, a well-placed uh, uh, mortar shell right you are from being six dollars a barrel okay and you're four feet from getting punched in the face <laughs> well there you go but you know theoretically yeah that could happen i'm not bringing that up well obama chose he chose because <laughs> it's a past tense of chose uh, so, so what is <laughs> oil now or gas is now what a dollar seven i got a dollar of 75 the other day yeah well, who cares about you I'm obama chose retired general eric shinseki yeah to be Secretary of the Veterans Affairs Department. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. You remember Shinseki, right? Yeah, he's the one who said, hey, you're going to do right this. Right at the beginning of the war, right? he said before be- it even started. Before it even started. He said, yeah. in order to do this, you're going to need 400 to four hundred to 500,000 troops in Iraq to really make this work. And you know what happened to him? He got fired. Yeah, he's- Rumsfeld, everybody laughed at him. They said, you know what they said about our going into Iraq, that we'd be welcome there as... Liberators. Liberators. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't. Did you ever buy that? 
Uh, well, I didn't. Well, for a lot of reasons, I didn't buy it. Going yeah. way back to why we yeah, were doing it. Yeah, because you right? have a kind of a history of the area. Right. You, you've absorbed what the people have gone and, through. And I actually do remember uh-huh. that there was a rationale for not going to Baghdad back in 1991 mm-hmm. when they did it the first time. That, in fact, they understood that the ethnic tensions within the country would be such that if you were to do that, you would end up at least in an insurgency, and at, and at the worst, you would end up in a full-blown civil war in which you wouldn't have no control. And that's what happened. Yep. Even even Cheney, <coughs> in a moment of clarity, said so. He has clarity? In a moment, a rare moment of clarity. Obama announced New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson as his nominee to head the Department of Commerce. Yeah. Well, what do you think about well, that? Well, it's fine. I, he's a, he seems like I, I like him just fine. Yeah. The... Uh, um, he was a. He's. A, I think he's a, a good uh, govern governor. He's a good person to govern. He's not a good campaigner. Is that what a governor does? Uh, he governs. He, he will govern well. He's not a good campaigner. I didn't yeah. think his presidential campaign and his candidacy really was much at all. Yeah. In fact, very disappointing. But he seems to be a, a, a good governor. So I woke up this morning and I went outside to to uh, pick the L.A. Times off the driveway, thinking to myself. Uh-oh. Will the L.A. Times yeah. be in my driveway? Yeah, exactly. The Tribune Company filed for bankruptcy protection as the owner of the L.A. Times, yeah. the Chicago Tribune. That would be Sam Zell, the owner, who I despise, and the Chicago Cubs baseball team. He owns them, too. Well, good. I'm glad They struggled to cope with mountains of death. Blah, death. blah, 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 blah. blah. Uh, by <laughs> the way, they, they, that's not true exactly. The L.A. Times is profitable. Yeah. The problem with newspapers today is they're not as profitable as they used to be. And Sam Zell is a jerk, too. Yeah, he's... Remember early in the campaign, he was blaming the bad economy. He was blaming the economy crashing because people were talking about it. Sam Zell. Sam Zell said that. He said, if we just didn't talk about it so much, things would be fine. Oh, okay. Wow. So he was... That was kind of his... The way he got back at Obama. Oh, wow. Because he wanted McCain to win, of course. Yeah, he was from the... He's from Chicago. Zell, I assume. That's where he's from. Well, he's in the... um, um, who's the who's the stupid the, party? The stupid party. No, the uh, the advisor to McCain who said that we were experiencing mental depression. Oh, mental yeah, recession. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Graham. Yeah, Phil. Phil Graham. He's in the of the Phil Graham School of Economy. Economics. Yeah, yeah. Just look the other way, look and other it way. won't happen. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the officer. The officer. He's the officer Bar Brady. Duck and cover. He's the yeah. officer Bar Brady of of the economy. Just nothing to see here. Move along. Uh, right. A U.S. chemical firm, Dow, you know them, Dow yeah, Chemical. I do. I do. They announced it'll, they will cut 5,000 jobs and close 20 plants. AT&T said it will eliminate 12,000 jobs. Sony Corporation said it will cut 8,000 jobs and scale back its budget by $1.1 billion. Oh, I have some good news. Oh, good. Bank of America. Yeah. You know, they're the lead financier of coal. Yes. They announced they would be phasing out financing companies that practice mountaintop removal of coal. They won't be financing that operation anymore. Okay. Well, B of A is in trouble all over the place right now. Well, they're about to buy Merrill Lynch, too. They're about to merge with Merrill Lynch. So so there's some stuff going on there. There's a lot of stuff going on. But this is a positive thing. That is a positive thing. They're not going to finance. That's true. Good. Mountaintop. Good. Because a couple of things is one is Flattening. this what's going on in uh, Chicago right now with the people who are sitting in and that bank the Republic the Republic Bank in in Chicago yeah uh, because uh, B of A has pulled pulled the plug on them essentially when 
um, and they, there isn't they, there's not as, it's not as if they need a lot of money to keep just to maintain the the uh, the bank. And now there's a sit-in that's been going on for now over a week. Yeah. Well, that's a bank. It's a B of A. Apparently, uh, the state of Illinois is as threatening to take its business elsewhere. Not do it, business that sit-in is symbolic. It is more symbolic. It is symbolic of what's going on in the country right now. Right, it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, B of A is becoming in in many. Well, it's become the large. I believe it's the largest bank now in the United States. It become iconic. At one point in time, it, it might could, make the history books if they keep this iconic, thing up. Yeah, exactly, it could be the National Bank of America instead of just the Bank of America. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the sit-in. Oh, sit-in itself. Oh, I it see. Might, it might take on some sort of epic proportions within oh. the narrative of this collapse. It could. I, yeah. I, I, from what little I know about it, um, it would uh, also serve to con- to apply pressure on Barack Obama too. I think it. Well, he did. He did come out and say he supported the workers, which right. was I can't imagine Bush ever saying that. Right. That's so true. when people get on TV and and knock the guy before he's even yeah. done anything, it's it's kind of it's kind of sad when they do that. Yeah. I, w- I want to see the guy get in. Yeah. I want to see him do some good things. Yeah. If he doesn't, then we can criticize right. him. Right. Right now, all we can do is criticize appointments and and point out that he says a few good things once in a while, and he can construct a sentence. What a change! Yeah. What a nice change. You know he was you know, the guy is he was they did a he did the uh, Democrats radio response. He had a meeting on Sunday. Yeah, he's talking to people. I mean, he had he's been meeting with the governors. He's basically sat down with anybody and everybody that he possibly could in this time frame mm-hmm. in order to figure out what really is going on. At least get some. He hasn't given me a call. Well, he will. Hmm. I think he wants to wait until he's consolidated, until yeah. he's synthesized all the information. And then he'll and run it through me. Run it, run it by you and see what you <laughs> Yeah. Think. That's what will happen. The Department of the Interior announced the finalization of a rule that will allow visitors in national parks to carry concealed handguns <laughs> oh, that are loaded. <laughs> this is in so case, ridiculous. you know, like, like you want to sneak up on a bear, <laughs> oh, you know, because he's just sitting there. Yeah, he's, oh, he, That's so ridiculous. He's gotten, he's gotten wise to you with a rifle. So you can kind of sit there, have a cigarette, <laughs> you know, maybe a maybe a cocktail, and then uh, whip out do uh, a James Bond thing on the bear. <laughs> well, maybe the the gun pops out of the sleeve. It kind of mm. you've got to kind of t- conceal up yeah. the sleeve of your jacket. Or you could do the and Angie it, Dickinson pose, it, you, it, you know, and you, take the bear out and take the, what's that? Oh, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, yeah, Dickinson yeah. The policewoman pose. Yeah, policewoman yeah. pose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That was good. I'm thinking it's yeah that that old <laughs> that Wild Wild West thing where the the yeah. Derringer pops out of his uh-huh. out from his sleeve and and right into his hand. That rule had been in place since the Reagan administration. You know, they, they, the Reagan administration is the one that said, no, we can't have you know, yeah. concealed weapons at a national you're, park. Well, you're at a campsite. Somebody, <laughs> yeah, right. somebody, somebody takes your Bunsen burner, you, you know, mistakenly <laughs> takes, and there's a shootout in, at, the camp, <laughs> at the campgrounds because you guys, you know, think that something. Yeah, a quick is, draw. Yeah, exactly. Canadian Prime Minister Stephen Harper shut down Parliament. He's afraid yeah, he'd get booted out I of office. I saw that. Well, they were they're going to have a no confidence vote. He was trying to impose a whole bunch of things <laughs> that were that were running counter to the Canadian sensibility, and they stopped him. So he said, "Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to shut down Parliament. That's outrageous." Blackwater held meetings in London with potential clients uh, for a new venture they have now, which is protection from pirates. Yes, that's their new <laughs> thing. You know, they're, they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to uh, scrape up enough money to have a couple of boats. Yeah. Good-sized boats, and they're going to patrol the area. This is really opening up a whole whole world of of uh, legal ambiguity here, where we've got a private concern, a company running around performing military operations in the open seas. 
and mm-hmm. with really I don't know who is in charge of these people who oversees what they their actions that they that they engage in and uh, we need we need to have a discussion about that Saxby Shambliss oh, Saxby Shambliss beat Jim Martin to win his second term there in Georgia yeah well that Martin was a stiff did you see that guy? Did you honestly? Yeah, and then, and then the Republican Party comes out and says, this, this shows Barack Obama, we're on our way back. Yeah. Um, Martin was not going to win. No. The runoff occurred because uh, Chambliss didn't get a majority. You know, he didn't get 50%. Yeah, well, over, well, over 50%. Martin got like 47, 48%. And there was, <coughs> I'm sure, a few that went to, you know, the. Uh... You, Chambliss got 48%. No, Chambliss ended up getting like. Forty nine point something. Yeah, percent. I think I think Martin got in the forties. He was like a forty seven, forty eight percent. It was uh, it was okay. Whatever. whatever. I don't want to quibble over that. And, and it was. And, and it I really, got. I want to bring this one. And in. it really had to do with yeah. the fact that so many people were turning out for Barack Obama, yeah. and that kind of lifted. Oh, that's what you're saying. Lifted yeah. all the boats here, and then when it came time to a, a an Obama less uh, ticket, it wasn't going to happen. Did you see that they had all the rappers down there? Did you see like they had Jay Z and all yeah. Uh-huh. R. Kelly. No, not R. Kelly. I'm kidding. But they had a whole bunch of guys down there, you know, ludicrous. For, for Obama? Yeah, for, no, for, for Martin. For, they were, well, pretty for, yeah. through Obama, yeah. for Martin. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's one. I just want to get this through. Yeah. When Fox News' Sean Hannity insisted that the United States needs to take out Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, yeah. Orange County Pastor Rick Warren, Orange County Pastor Rick Warren, who who I really despise. Yeah, everyone's He's an abomination. in love with this guy. Yeah. Yeah, what a yeah. jerk. Said he agreed. Sorry, we should take Hannity. out Amandinejad. What would Jesus do? That Hannity said, am I advocating something dark evil or something righteous? And Warren responded, well, actually, the Bible says that evil cannot be negotiated with. It has to just be stopped. Yeah. In fact, this is the legitimate role of government. Yeah. The Bible says that God put government on earth to punish evildoers. Yeah. So I, yeah, you know, you know the way I look at this is uh, so Rick, thank Rick, you, Rick George Warren, Bush, Rick Warren. Rick Warren is kind of the Doctor Phil of of, of evangelicals. He kind of got the he, something happened. This woman was reading his book when she con- uh, when she convinced the guy not to the, when she was in a hostage situation back in Atlanta, and just and it, this suddenly his book became this mega big seller because she read from it, convinced the guy to turn himself in. He's a jerk. He's a pompous jerk. Well, Christ's and, message is about forgiveness and love, well, I, yeah, and not, not not about not Old Testament vengeance. Yeah, well, not and advocating. Rick Warren ought to be ashamed of himself to even call himself a pastor. And I also saw I know another thing. I saw him, uh, his stance on gay marriage on the Prop Eight. He's a jerk. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I know he's done good work. People like him. He's he's what he, he's he's a evangelical light in terms of his message and all that stuff. But I think he's a clown. Good for you. No. Me too. And finally. Yeah. Two new studies suggested that substances usually associated with dulling the mind. Can, can, can you name two substances associated with dulling the mind? Yeah. Right? Uh, TV. TV. Yeah. That's a, that's a <laughs> substance. Uh, no, no, no. And beer. TV and beer. That's, but they were talking about marijuana and red well, wine sure in this case. I'm sure they were. In this case, they may actually help ward off Alzheimer's disease, yeah. which was great news for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, yeah. <laughs> fact, sure, I went out sure and prevented the, the disease I'm right sure after I, I read about this. At the Callahan household, uh-huh. there was much cheering and clapping all around for uh-huh. that. <laughs> <laughs> weekly Signals Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, 
To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.